we're in a series called Kingdom Life. And I wanted to talk about the dialect of kingdom citizens. And it is one of thanksgiving and worship. We're talking about living a heavenly life on earthly soil. And that means while we're on earth here, we have to have something to say, to sing. Something that establishes kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, while we are in this earthly realm. One of the ways which we establish kingdom culture and kingdom dialect or language is through the act of worship to the king of this kingdom. All kingdoms worship. All nations worship. All of history we have seen. Acts of worship. Every tribe, every tongue, every continent has history of worshiping something. Worship is as old as the earth. Cain and Abel's tragedy is totally based on a worship experience. The first commandment talks about not having idols of graven images of gods. Mankind not only automatically seeks to worship, but it seems to need to worship something or someone. Well, if it's not material wealth that they worship, it's a career or a relationship with somebody. But something will command every human being's affection, attention, and devotion. Something will demand that. And that is worship. It is something that receives and deserves, very important that it deserves, receives and deserves our affection and our attention and our devotion. Now, humanism, I guess, is the worship of self. Man is the deity and the ultimate termination of all things. There is no other. And man gets the ultimate glory. And I live to worship self and serve self. And I deify myself. I am at the center of, you know, all things and deserving of affection and attention and devotion. That's humanism. Other people worship the idea of worship, traditions and religions. Even some of us might sometimes worship the idea of a worship song or a worship service. When it comes to that, when it's all just about the act with none of the heart, Jesus spoke out to the Pharisees quoting Isaiah when they questioned him about religious traditions like these. He said in Matthew 15 verse 8 to 9, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You see, some worship, uh, some of us might worship the very act of worship. The actions going, but the heart removed. Now, true worship is not in this building or by that tradition or in this style or that. True worship is not even on this mountain or that mountain, as we realize from Jesus' conversation with the Samaritan woman. But true worship is to worship in spirit and in truth. Kingdom worship is the worship of the king who is alive, not dead. It's a king, and he is a king who deserves our affection and our attention and devotion. A king who does not want our lip service, but our hearts surrender. Jesus does not only want our lip service, but our hearts surrender. True worship uh, like this is deeply satisfying to the human soul. And I, I can't thank God enough for how good he is and how graceful he is 
when he instructs us to worship him, he does so knowing that it leads us along the path of righteousness and peace simultaneously. He's not being selfish when he instructs us to worship him or to enjoy him. And when he invites us to sing praises to him. For when we delight ourselves in him, we are refreshed and strengthened at the same time. And nothing else in this world can do that. Nothing else in this world can satisfy when you bring your devotion, affection and attention to it but for jesus christ true worship is this it's strong affections for god rooted in the truth of who he is the kingdom life is one of worship where every act is in honor of the king whose kingdom we have received freely and whose kingdom we establish for the healing of the world so our worship of the true king the king who really lives is to establish his kingdom and to shape us along the path of righteousness and peace and also to echo to the world that he is the one who is their peace. I'm going to sing quite an old song today and uh, it's called Seek Ye First. You probably know it, maybe you sang it at school uh, during assembly, but uh, I'd love for us to sing it as we pray together today that God would help us to seek him and to worship him with all we have and with everything we do and to surrender not only our lips on a Sunday but our hearts on a Monday.
Yes, Lord, so we seek to worship you, to delight in you as our King. You deserve our affection, our attention, and our devotion in everything, in work, in family, in our own personal lives. And we seek that we might do what is pleasing to you, our King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.